Welcome to the Party for One podcast, an online media site that strives to empower individuals in fully embracing their unique and exclusive personal potential and power as diversified human beings, all by celebrating individuality. The beauty, passion, and diversity that makes us who we are and this life one big party. A party that starts with one. I'm your host, Chloe Young, and on this show we'll be talking about all things complicated, also known as all things life. That including careers, relationships, art, politics, and so much more. Each episode, we'll be tackling questions of what it means to be an individual, how to access our most authentic identity, and how to do so comfortably and confidently, how one can truly reach their full potential, what it means to have a sense of personal power, and how a lifestyle of celebration can allow us to do such. For this first series, Celebrating Young Artists, I've chosen to highlight the multi-sided capabilities of individuals that do not only possess an incredible gift or talent, but have discovered how to create a successful career and market for themselves in a field where the competition is tough and the opportunities scarce. Art that pays the bills is a phenomenon within itself. However, these young adults are proving that success in the art industry is about much more than mere luck. It's about strategy, hard work, and a never-ending hustle. Today, I'll be talking with Bailey Womack, a stylist and student at the University of North Texas in Denton studying fashion merchandising. At just 21 years old, Bailey has worked to turn her passion for the fashion industry into a full-fledged career, working multiple side projects, regularly styling for local photographers, modeling agencies, and creating her own brand, the pop-up shop Goldfish Thrift. Recently, Bailey was interviewed by the women's style magazine Marie Claire and will be featured in upcoming issues everywhere this summer. For Bailey, this is just the beginning, but one thing is for sure, she's off to a pretty amazing start. This is the first episode of the Party for One podcast, and today I'm here with Bailey Womack. And Bailey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I've grown up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area my whole life, born and raised, and then wanted to stay kind of close to home because I knew I, if I went too far away, I would not stay focused. And I like my family too much. So I went and chose a college that is super close to home so that I could visit a lot more frequently than the students that go way far away. And I've always kind of had, like, ever since I saw the movie Devil Wears Prada, like a love for fashion, <laughs> which is kind of yes. cliche or whatever. But no. that movie is a classic, so I won't be embarrassed. Yeah. But it's kind of like that movie kind of was like making fun of fashion yeah the industry and stuff but it kind of was like when I saw it it was like this whole new like exciting glistening world or whatever that I knew that I wanted to kind of pursue Mm -hmm. so that's how I ended up picking fashion merchandising at UNT okay and so I've been doing that and then kind of just styling shoots wherever I can which is kind of what yeah which I thought I wanted to be a buyer which is why I'm in merchandising but through that I figured out that I really liked styling a lot more okay because it's a lot more hands-on creative and then you could see a lot meet a lot of different kinds of people like throughout the industry not just in fashion like photographers creative directors journalists like a bunch more people are involved in bringing photo shoots to life which I think is cool What's been going on in your world as of late? Um, I have been working with a lot more agency models lately instead of just my one of my close friends and roommates is a photographer and she's like up and coming. So I used to just style like exclusively for her and she would just find kind of cool faces on Instagram. And now recently I'm trying to like get more into the editorial side of fashion and like that side yeah of it all so I've been working with like signed photographers and signed models 
and then kind of just building up my portfolio so that I can kind of start looking for more work that is higher paid or um, like more opportunities that way. You had an interview with Marie Claire. Is Um, that right? They reached out to me me through Instagram and it was kind of like a shock because I've read that magazine forever. Yeah. So I was like really surprised when they reached out, but they just had seen my Instagram, saw my like styling work and saw something, Mm -hmm. I guess, in me. So they asked if I could do like a quick brief interview for a segment that they do each month. Uh-huh. And it's, I can't remember what exactly it's called, but um, they just ask you a few questions like about you, your style, yeah. and like all that, and then take a few photos. And then, yeah, you're in the magazine that prints and it's kind of crazy and it's weird, but yeah. is this, that was really cool. Is this an issue that is like issued around the nation? Yeah, it's going to be distributed everywhere. Like you can get it like any stand, yeah. store anywhere really that is so neat really um that's why I was like so like when I found out I threw my phone like across the (laughs) because I was like this cannot be real it was kind of like I don't know it was surreal it was cool yeah no that's that's absolutely amazing they like found you through social media yeah they found me through Instagram and they DM'd me on there and then we kind of spoke briefly on Instagram and then moved it to email yeah that's that's awesome and obviously like social media has played a huge part um in your career so far and so you know the whole issue of being an artist anywhere is trying to create like a market for yourself obviously that's a very hard task and those who manage to do it are extremely lucky um we can all envy them and so you know you're a young student you're kind of figuring out what you want to do with your career but how do you think you've been able to kind of carve out a market for yourself even if it's just doing projects with friends Um, one of the things that I kind of pride myself on is that I don't, since I'm not established, like, officially, I thrift almost everything that I style with, which is kind of unique, because no one else can really find certain pieces like that, so it's kind of like, I feel like my shoots are almost more, um, I don't know, authentic and unique, because, like, I put a lot, a lot, not that they don't put a lot of work, obviously everyone puts a lot of work into whatever shoot they do, Yeah, it's just, like, I had to, like, thrift and like go through aisles and aisles and aisles of like not cool clothes to find that one really cool piece definitely so I think that kind of makes me stand out a little bit more because people always ask like hey where can I get that and I'm like you can't it's not made anymore but like I start I've started to sell the clothes that I style with afterwards so that's kind of also okay been fun for me too yeah I've been seeing that on you and your friend Chloe's Instagram story yeah that's really neat so kind of you offer a unique authenticity and you know I try to yeah (laughs) hard work shows a lot right Mm -hmm. so you're you're not just more fun and like I feel more connected to the shoot Mm because like I don't know I don't the clothes speak for themselves but like I feel like I kind of like gave them a second life I guess which yeah is fun and interesting to see it play out I remember when I was in like middle school and elementary school, it was never something I thought about. And it was always just, oh, like, what are the trends? Miss me jeans, (laughs) like pink sweatshirts. Um, And then my friend took me to a thrift store when I was like freshman year of high school. It like changed my life. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. And it's also like good for the environment because it's like, yeah, you're recycling. So Uh that's kind of cool too. Yeah, it was like this whole world of like all these clothes I'd never seen before. I thought were so neat. And they were, I could afford them, which is the best. Which is also good for a student that can't really afford to go out and just buy like all the designer stuff, anyways, that they want. So they can kind of mimic it with something that's like 99 cents. Yeah. So 
those listening who maybe don't live in North Texas, what does the fashion scene look like here? The fashion scene here, well, especially... Okay, so Denton and Dallas are completely different fashion scenes, in my opinion. Really? Okay. Which is kind of interesting. Okay. When I was going and telling people in high school that I was going to go to UNT, they were kind of surprised because they were like, I can't really see you living there because the style there is so different from like what my style was okay so the denton style is like kind of edgy and harder yeah and like there's a lot of like because it's so artsy down there it's kind of like this is how my friend puts it he goes denton is like austin but without the city okay so if that makes sense like everyone kind of is like very creative it's like yeah. all like that kind of same community mm-hmm. feel and yeah like the fashion kind of there so that was kind of cool and then dallas like DFW area, like downtown, I feel like is more polished, refined, and like yeah. really, really trendy because mm-hmm. it is one of like the bigger cities in the US that has like markets and stuff. Definitely. So they're very trend focused. And Denton kind of just is like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of a birthplace for like the trickle up theory. You know how that works? It's like I'm, they kind of like start the trends. Almost, okay. Because it's like super. Um, grunge like all the kind of really like good streetwear okay and that's so in that denton like yeah interesting because like i don't know campus fashion you think like people just wear big t-shirts but in denton it's like you gotta like show up you know like you yeah gotta, like, dress out and that's really interesting that you say that yeah. because i've been on, i mean i've been on several college visits um as of late and like i've noticed when i was there leggings t-shirts leggings Literally, t-shirts sweatpants yeah. and i was like man like i'm all about being comfy but really like all the time um which was a big thing for me because i was like i'm gonna stand out so much like i even in high school like i dressed up like i've always just felt more confident dressed up so when i got to college i was like oh my god like everyone's gonna be like who's this girl that gets up early for class and gets ready yeah she thinks she's better than us denton is though it's it's interesting i'd never gone to denton much just i don't know I live in Frisco, and I was always like, oh, you know, I'll just drive 30 minutes to Dallas, right? Everything's yeah. there. But um, my boyfriend and his friends, like, they loved Denton, and I started going, like, house shows and that whole, that whole kind of scene yeah, with the... whole scene. Yeah, the UNT kids. And it was, re- yeah, very interesting. Like, everyone's very creative, and I don't I don't know if outsiders would, uh, would like, think, oh, Denton, like, you creativity. Yeah, because yeah, it's, like, farms and countryside until you get into, like, the center of Denton, like, by the square and stuff. And yeah. It's, like whole new whole new world <laughs> yeah why do you think that is i don't know i feel like since a lot of unt is more creatively focused like they do okay. have business they do have like your college campus typical studies but it's mostly like people go there for the creative stuff okay so i feel like that kind of helps it develop this kind of feel yeah of um i don't know how to word it exactly denton is just a weird it's a vibe got it all right obviously you know you're at unt around a bunch of creatives but i've noticed that just in your daily life um your friend group is very creative um you surround yourself with a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) who are creatives or whether they're photographers or interested in style or whatever do you think that's really important or has that helped you as someone who's trying to figure out their career in fashion definitely i think it helps because being surrounded by so much creativity helps stimulate creativity within yourself which is um really important for me and i know a lot of other people like want to feel creative but they don't feel like they have an outlet so finding other people like you can help you feel like more yourself i don't know 
if that makes any sense. No, yeah, but, for sure. Um, it's very I, encouraging. Yeah, I like to be like, and then you also draw inspiration from them, which is cool because then like everyone feels connected with whatever everyone's doing. Yeah. So like if someone has a project, you can easily step in or like you can bounce ideas off each other, which mm-hmm. ends up with a result that you would never maybe have come up on your own. Yeah. And then it's kind of cool because then everyone feels like we help each other out and then it's just more fun as a group, I guess. What kind of like role has fashion played in your life? Um, a really big role. I feel like since it wasn't as big of a role until college, um, mm-hmm. when I like really stepped into like my personal style because it kind of took me a while to figure out who like I was and how I wanted to portray myself to the world. So yeah. That took a while, but I've always been super interested. Um, but I've always been really shy. Yeah. So it took me a while to like feel confident enough in like the clothes that I wanted to wear. For sure. Because yeah. like I don't know, in high school you want to blend in enough. Mm. So I was kind of timid, and I wouldn't wear the stuff that I would want to wear or wear now. So now I've kind of just found this new um, confidence to where I can just put on whatever and not feel like super self-conscious when I leave the house or whatever but definitely so I feel like yeah kind of like it helped me develop like the person that I am I guess in a sense which for sure is cool because like I've always focused on it and it's always been like dreamy to like look at all the runway shows and like see all the trends like mm-hmm. through photos but then like, yeah I don't know throwing yourself into it way more um obviously m- makes a huge impact and you kind of start yeah. dressing cool different and just paying attention and like developing your style within the trend that was kind of my way i found confidence in high school is yeah finding these looks that i liked and um learning if people didn't like them to have a thick skin but finding those people too that kind of like celebrated me and obviously you have Mm -hmm. those people in your life um do you hope as being a stylist that you can like empower young girls to use fashion um in confidence definitely i feel like if i would have felt more confident young at a younger age Mm -hmm. in um wearing stuff that you wouldn't like most people would be too scared to wear that it's like a good way to like help them feel confident like every day leaving the house like I just want them to feel like they can wear whatever they want and not feel like they have to fit in with whatever trend is in their area and they can just kind of like own their personality and their style and just like feel confident when they leave the house like that's like a huge thing definitely so like how have you like developed your own style was i mean obviously i think it's something that's kind of within you but did have you had like influences or any experiences um social media again is like a huge role because like i feel like you should always see creativity or like new stuff throughout the day just to like stimulate yourself Mm -hmm. um so i definitely like have my favorite fashionistas or like style bloggers that i follow on instagram that have Mm-hmm. a huge role in my personal style like I'll see something that they do and I'm like hey that's really cool like I should try it yeah and then I'll make it like I'll find some way to make it like fit into my style seamlessly but I definitely draw inspiration from other girls my age or like just girls that are like way heavy into um the fashion scene so definitely do you think as a young artist that social media is a good thing how do you think it helps you in marketing i know there's a lot of different opinions about yeah, there's like way you yeah there's a lot of opinions on that but i am more for the fact that it does help because yeah. like 
I mean, it can help if you use it correctly. Like if you Definitely. just, if you take it too much to your head and you see like, like for instance, if you follow a lot of fashion girls and you think that you need to have new pieces every day and mm-hmm. like, but they have clothes sent to them. Like, it's not like they're going out and buying all this yeah. stuff themselves, <laughs> like themselves, which yeah. I don't think a lot of people know, Yeah, which is something that I think is cool about thrifting too. Cause then you can like show them like, Hey, there is a way to do that yes. if you want. It's cheaper. Yeah. Two bucks. To hear <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, I can achieve that like for yeah. five dollars, and you're like, yeah, like I'll take you. Let's go. Um, which I think that can hurt a lot of people um, when they throw themselves too much into social media. Yeah. And try and do all that, but I think if you can just look at it and appreciate it for what it is, and not think too much about it then it can be like a super powerful source for you yeah definitely so. and like for sure like making connections definitely that's i met like you through social media so things, yeah yeah for sure has there been any like of your friends that you met through social media almost all of my friends really and my boyfriend <laughs> i've met through social media that's crazy so it's yeah it's played a huge role in like um i'm not really close with anyone that i went to high school with anymore mm-hmm. i've all of my current friends i've met either through instagram or um and remind me where you went to high school at campus allen high school allen okay got it mm-hmm. and that's a big school yeah so, so that brings like even more intensity to like yeah yeah for sure pressure to like fit in or whatever tell me a little about mm-hmm. chloe gonzalez yeah. i love her stuff tell me a little bit about her and like how you met her and your um, friendship okay well she's the only person i'm still friends with from high school oh okay so you went to high school yeah. together so cool. we met each other we were actually both cheerleaders which is weird for both of us to say you were not yeah no i don't believe no one believes us but we're like we have pictures to prove it but you guys do not seem like the cheerleader kind of girls no but we were (laughs) um so that's always funny to tell people that that's how we met because no one believes us and it's just funny to see them react but Uh we met through that and then um our friendship just progressed and then we both decided to go to unt so we were like okay like obviously um we're gonna be like around each other so much which is good because we were best friends already so we were like let's just room together i'm sure like as a photographer i'm always seeing she's doing new stuff she's someone who really inspires you yeah i think that we both do that for each other because yeah we also work together in projects a whole bunch like um with our thrift business that we're like trying to start yeah goldfish goldfish thrift yeah that looks cool (laughs) it's fun Um, tell me a little bit about that and like how that got started um, okay, we were sitting in line waiting to check out at a thrift store, like our favorite one. Okay. Um, what is the favorite thrift store? Can you share that? Can or I divulge? Do your, do your listeners, is that like a secret? Because I know sometimes people ask me for it's thrift kind stores. It's a secret. Okay. But Den Thrift is, um, where <laughs> okay. okay, I'll tell. You have to be able to find the cool stuff anyways, so maybe they won't be able to, but True. they probably will. Anyways. Um, so we were just standing in line there and we were like, we have a lot of cool stuff. Like, okay. we were just, like, it's kind of vain-sounding. But we were, like, we're, no, pretty yeah. at, we're pretty good at this. Like, yeah. we got this. We got the eye for it. So we were, like, what if we... And then we were, like, should we do, like, Depop? Like, sell stuff there? And I was, like, no. Like, everyone kind of does that. I kind of want to make something, like, different or, like, unique to where we can meet the people that are going to be buying the clothes. Because I feel like the people that are going to buy our stuff are pretty cool. Definitely, yeah. So, like, it's also just really cool way to network, which is, like, one mm-hmm. of the things that I wanted to get out of it yeah because like everyone like i'm a huge believer that everyone should help each other like don't like look at someone and be like envious just look at them and like see their good qualities and like help build each other up yeah so that's a cool way i wanted to um meet people that 
maybe we have the same interests, obviously. Yeah. So we wanted to do that and make it different. And we were like, we should just do a pop-up, like bring a clothing rack. We have that already. Mm -hmm. Find a bunch of cool stuff like shoes, jewelry, and just randomly pop up places and just be able to meet everyone yeah that comes out and like have a little chat and then yeah you had you know. the first event for it right yeah we kind of picked a bad day we have another one coming up yeah, wasn't there like bad weather it was literally something? snowing <laughs> like snowing was, well like i don't know if it was snowing but it was like <laughs> definitely like a wintry mix so we were like okay oh my god <laughs> was where was the event happening it was in dallas but was it um, outside mm-hmm. okay yeah so not as many people as we planned came out but it was mm -hmm. still super fun we still met some cool people yeah um we're planning another one for spring summer so okay. looking forward to the it the weather will be better yeah we're gonna check in advance and it's gonna be in denton because we feel like a lot of the people that would go are gonna be there anyways and mm -hmm. then people that are in dallas should experience denton at least a few times so yeah we'll drag them out of dallas to make them come meet us but that's been a fun side hustle I know being a high school student doing all the stuff I do, it's absolutely exhausting. Mm -hmm. But obviously college is a little bit different. What's it like being a college student and then doing these kind of side projects all the time? Um, if I was strictly a college student, I think I would lose my mind. So I think it's important <laughs> to have something on the side to keep you sane yeah, yeah, and motivated, sure. I guess. Because like, and it like also just is fun, mm -hmm. like, especially if you like what you're doing, at least. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but yeah, school takes up a lot of time and so does styling because you have to go and find all the pieces and figure out mm. the location, talk with everyone involved in the shoot. So it, they're both pretty time consuming. I like to space out my styling gigs pretty good so that I can yeah. focus on both and give it my all. I don't want to like have a side hustle and then kind of forget about it and then not give it as much time and attention as it needs to mm -hmm. like, develop. Yeah, it's definitely hard. So I definitely try and make time for both and only style like stuff when i have the time so okay. that i can like put my whole heart into it i guess which sounds cheesy but no, yeah you need it for it to like come through in the photos so. quality what do you think makes you individual not only as a stylist but maybe just a person and it was maybe uh, like a weird thing for, it's a weird thing for people to talk about because they don't want to be like oh i'm so cool because blah yeah, blah it's blah it's really hard to talk good about yourself it is but, but no but like but. you know it's not good like what do you what have you noticed in your life because obviously you know you've been a student you've grown up which is difficult enough what yeah what do you think makes you an um, individual okay well this is probably tmi but i was a chubby kid up until like <laughs> literally college even okay. some then so I feel like that kind of forced me to develop a lot more personality to fit into the groups that I wanted to fit into at the time yeah you didn't so, just use no I didn't you weren't just superficial my, yeah, yeah. I was a cheerleader but like I don't know I wanted to fit in and still like contribute something to the group I guess yeah but I had to develop a really good sense of humor because also I don't know I felt like that was my thing and I was, like, pulling pranks on people, so <laughs> I kind of appreciate my sense of humor and wit. Okay. But if I don't make people laugh, I'm like, oh, my God, they hate me. <laughs> That's, like, my one thing I shoot for is make people laugh, make people smile, because it makes me feel, like, good. And I love yeah. just making people laugh. It, like, is an ego boost or also just, like, a happy boost, but whatever. <laughs> that sounds weird. Um, so I appreciate that about myself. And yeah. then um, as of late, my really individual style, like, I wear a lot of bold stuff, not today, but I wear a lot of bold stuff that a lot of people wouldn't wear yeah. unless they live in like a huge fashion city, which 
is understandable because it's kind of hard to step out of your comfort zone. So like, For sure. I feel like I've developed a hard enough personality to where I can feel confident and not let the clothes wear me. Yeah. So I feel like that's a pretty good quality. Um, and my red hair. So oh, like yes. Red hair, blue eyes is like right? 1% of the world. So I feel like that. No, like, being a ginger is always a plus. Yeah. Like. So I feel like that kind of <laughs> that boosts me up a little, makes me stand out a little in the crowd. But Girl, definitely. I loved your. Um, <laughs> okay. So I don't. I don't really watch Stranger Things, which oh, is you saw my which Halloween is sad. Um, yeah, but I saw your Halloween costume on Twitter, and it got really popular. It yeah. got like two hundred something likes, or like three hundred or whatever. I was I just posted that as a joke, and like I put no effort into it. Like people basically came up with that costume for me. They're like, "You have to be her." Who was the character that you looked like? Mad Max. Mad Max. She's a new one. She's only in season two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, you look just like her. It came so. out, like, right at the right time. And, like, people were watching, and they were, like, texting me. They are like, oh, my God, I didn't know you were in Stranger Things. And I was like, I'm not. She's 13 or so. Uh, really no, nah, they got to be kidding. I'm like, yeah, you guys well, look alike, kidding, but, but okay. Yeah, they were like, you guys look so similar. And I was like, all right, all right, that would be really funny. And then it blew up on Twitter, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't oh know what to gosh. do with that. But thanks, guys, for the support. Yeah. <laughs> super fun, though. It's good. So it's easy costume, most comfortable, but true yeah it's always a plus i feel like i always drop the ball when it comes to halloween costumes but i love halloween yeah it's, it's a great holiday it's, it's like so fun. it's like eight days from my birthday so then you should be like all in so wait it's not eight days it, five days yeah right yeah, no i've definitely like, i've definitely halloween had like green. yeah i've had halloween birthdays which is pretty fun but that sounds fun <laughs> yeah it is you answered about how you are an individual have you seen individuality grant you power? Mm, it's definitely given me a lot more in- opportunities. Like, I feel like if I wasn't who I was, Marie Claire wouldn't have reached out. You wouldn't have reached out. Yeah. Um, I guess it gets you noticed. So I guess in a sense it makes you powerful because then you kind of like force people to notice you, I guess. Yeah. So like if you blend in too much on the street, obviously no one's going to stop you and be like, hey, what's your deal? Like <laughs> you have to kind of have something that like, draws them in so i guess yeah individuality kind of gives you some power like what advice would you give to either your younger self or someone who is interested in being a stylist as you who maybe doesn't know how to establish themselves as an individual or just how to even maybe get started in that okay so trends are important obviously because hello everyone looks at them but don't get lost in them like if you have a vision and like you see something being really cool, mm-hmm. do it. Like, don't just think like, oh, no one's going to see my vision. They're not going to appreciate it for what I appreciate yeah. it for. I would just go for it because then obviously someone is going to appreciate it and then you're going to get noticed and then, yeah. hey, that might be your ticket to like some really cool opportunity. So like if you have a vision, just follow it. Like don't shush yourself down because it's not trendy or yeah. whatever. And then... I feel like um, as a stylist too, like you guys, that's your job is creating yeah, you those trends. Yeah, you kind of have to see ahead and like, like all the celebrities. You're like, oh, like look what they're wearing. Like they probably so didn't choose season. that. Yeah, that was like, definitely their style. Yeah, yeah you kind of you're either like really like powerful or you kind of get a little hate. But <laughs> I mean, if you see a vision, someone's gonna see it too. Yeah. So don't feel like silenced by, like don't get lost in the trends. Kind of just see them predict and then act like just do all of that and then you should be good yeah have you ever gotten any hate um not like serious hate that's good oh my gosh you like never (laughs) like quit this job like you suck like i've never gotten that yeah but um i've definitely had people be like 
girl what are you doing like what is this and i'm like like, it's called fashion i'm like it's fashion (laughs) look it up up." yeah like definitely that's literally what i say so you kind of just got to roll with it even if it's joke just be like all right yeah yeah they don't get it okay you you don't get it sit down (laughs) go away yeah but i've had friends like especially recently with social media which is a downside of that yeah i saw that your friend chloe the photographer that hated this who even did she know that guy like who was that i was so mad because i was like first of all what are you doing look at her photos they're awesome obviously so shh and then like (laughs) didn't he say something about like oh did you just pick up a camera i was like okay first of all i'm not letting this go by without being like unnoticed or you need some some punishment here so i like stepped up grabbed my phone and i was like hey listen up if you have constructive criticism let's go let's have a talk but if you don't like don't just bring people down for fun send me an email yeah like (laughs) separately if you have some some tips for me but if you're just dishing out hate i feel like that benefits no one and it doesn't even benefit you because you kind of look like a jerk so yeah no one's gonna want to work with you anyway who in your life though do you take criticism from um honestly my inner circle i always ask them like hey yeah i know this is super weird but go with me mm-hmm. let me take you and explain <laughs> this really quick and then okay. see what you think yeah and i feel like they offer up like you have to find someone that you trust like mm-hmm. it has to be someone that you trust and you respect because otherwise you're just going to take offense and it's just going to, I don't know, it doesn't work out that way. But if you respect the person and you respect their opinion, I feel like you're able to take that, listen, adjust, or just ignore their opinion and just kind of go with what you want anyway. I don't know. I feel like just having trust within the relationship is a good start. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, those people have earned their their, their opinion in yeah. your life. <laughs> Not some stranger on the street. So yeah, it's definitely important. The reason I'm asking you all these questions about individuality and power um, is that that's kind of the idea of Party for One. So for one specifically, <laughs> um, you as an individual, because I think that um, I started this platform to... Um, encourage empowerment and Mm -hmm. empowerment individuality because that was really when I was able to just become myself and feel successful and feel happy is when I started embracing the things that made me different Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's something that we probably don't do often enough part of party for one is about celebrating yourself and celebrating who you are through different actions and so this may be an interesting question I don't know if you've heard this one we always talk about self-love but how do you celebrate yourself like Bailey Womack. How do I celebrate me? Um, well, I, whenever a shoot is completed and I see the final photos or whatever, mm-hmm. I, like, that kind of just solidifies everything. And I feel like when you see your stuff turn out really good, it kind of makes you feel good. And so yeah. you kind of just... I don't know. I always like to get a treat afterwards, like a yeah. like a little sweet because like I an, have a huge like sweet. You're tooth. literally like treating I yourself. I literally treat myself. Okay. Like after I see a shoot, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that turned out so good. I'm yeah. so happy, and I'm like, what soak do I it need? In. Probably a cupcake, probably <laughs> a cookie, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I don't know. And then just seeing it all done and completed, and knowing that you did that, you did that. You did. <laughs> that I did. Um, is kind of just like reward enough. Definitely. With cookies. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> just like reflecting and <laughs> yeah. looking just back. Looking back and growing from it. Just appreciating like 
what you did is yeah. like really important. So, and then tangible, tangible yeah. objects such as food are always good too. <laughs> or like shoes or something that you've been like wanting. You're like, all right, um, I'm gonna go get it now. Thanks. When do you feel that you are best embracing your potential or your power as either a person or a stylist? An idea for Party for One is that we become the best versions of, of ourselves when we celebrate ourselves, And by doing that, um, we're embracing our potential. So like the person we could be. Mm-hmm. Um, so when do you really feel like, I don't know, maybe just in your element or you're like, I'm, I'm where I want to be or I'm, you're in a place where you think you can look forward at who you want to be? Um, honestly, when I'm like sifting through at the thrift store looking for cool pieces and I stumble mm-hmm. upon one that... All it really takes is like finding one cool piece and then yeah. you kind of build off the whole entire shoe. Like you find something that inspires you so much so quickly that I feel like that is huge. And um, are all of the so I see you doing different shoes with people are all of the clothes that they are wearing. Are these things that you buy um, or do they provide their own things sometimes? Like how does this how does that work? Um, like say it's sort of hard to find pants sometimes that fit this yeah. model. So I'll either try my best to find some pants or like buy some and then um they provide shoes a lot of the times because mm-hmm. it's really hard to get shoes but most of the stuff is either like my personal from my personal closet or thrifted okay like i use a lot i pull a lot from my own closet so interesting all right also i don't know cool i guess yeah no it is cool and then the more you're buying for your work i mean yeah you can, I mean, you can like <laughs> yeah i'm i bought this for a shoot but i wear it up. it's like exactly vice versa so no i mean you have to yeah you know carson you visit it over six i oh my gosh sh- that is dream store if right I could buy pieces from there i would but i can't afford it yet <laughs> oh right so no I just go in there and i dream and i drool but it's, it's about still, working with what you've got though right yeah, yeah. it's like yeah but one day and i think you do a good job of this like working where you're at you know yeah gonna do the best for now um so how do you overcome the fears and doubts that come with being a young artist i don't know if you are maybe as fearful as some people are Mm -hmm. but i know for me like whenever i'm you know i'm so young and getting started in career journalism like there's definitely times that i I feel really confident and then there's those days that i'm like I'm so bad at this. Like, what am I doing? So have you ever had moments like that? I think anyone entering the creative industry is going to have those moments because it's such a hard thing to tap into and no one, unless you're in it, understands it. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of just like, well, you kind of chose that life. Like, you got to make it work. (laughs) And you're like, "Mm, okay, thank you for your help and insight. But um, everyone has those. Like, I have days where I can't find stuff and I feel like, oh my gosh, this shoot is going to fall apart because... I can't get my stuff together. I can't get anything done. Like everyone kind of has those doubts or they're like, oh my gosh, the photographer's going to hate it. The model's not going to want to wear it. Like, yeah, it's going to like, that's never actually happened. So like, yeah, because we don't just got to shush it down. But yeah. And we don't see, I think it's interesting you talk about that because we don't see your, your Instagram followers or whatever. We don't see you stressing out, trying to find the right shirt. Like we just think, oh, Bailey, she she's perfect and she styled this amazing look wow great um congrats to her yeah no that's kind of like why i said social media is so misleading because it looks like i have all my stuff together and i'm like this (laughs) person that never falls apart or whatever like i cry once a week hello everyone does (laughs) everyone cries feel free to cry with me um but 
yeah, everyone has those moments and don't think that from social media, like just because you're struggling doesn't mean that the person you look up to isn't struggling. Like everyone struggles and it's okay to feel those moments, but don't get lost in them. Like kind of pick yourself back up. Sounds so cliche, but pick yourself back up Mm -hmm. out of them and kind of just push forward because I feel like the end result is going to be worth it anyway. Have you had anyone beside your friends kind of mentored you in that process a little bit? Um, I work with a photographer a lot, Nick, and um, yeah, I Nick uh, Glover. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, He is kind of a huge mentor for me, even though we're the same age. But that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, He kind of has gotten me started in working with signed models, so I owe a lot to him, and he kind of. we're really good about bouncing ideas off each other and he like helps okay. me listen and like I don't know we've come up with a lot of cool concepts together which is cool but yeah he's been a mentor and um, he's done some really neat stuff and I yeah I mean he shoots obviously these gorgeous models mm-hmm. and puts together these amazing f- photographs um and, and he's young too is he he's, yeah, he's the same he's age as you 21 too okay yeah. is he a student anywhere he goes to UTD Okay, how like how has he made these connections with these girls? Like, um, he just reached out to agencies and he was like, "Hey, I'm a photographer. I'm looking to have models. Can I work with them?" And okay. He just Does he get paid in. by the agencies? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, oh, like, or okay. Most of the time, yeah. Unless it's like his own personal portfolio that he just wants to have a model for. Yeah. Then they kind of just let it like work out. But he does a lot of stuff. Yeah, for for pay so yeah he's that's doing awesome. pretty good for himself so good for him he kind of i like to shadow him or at least like go and like help out when i can yeah definitely it's good to have those contacts that'll mm-hmm. pay off someday yeah, yeah, yeah. what is one thing you wish the world would know or north texas would know about being a stylist maybe give us the inside scoop of being okay. a stylist um it's a lot of kind of trusting yourself mm-hmm which, I mean, I guess you do in any industry, but it's really, like, prominent in this one because... Yeah, there, there's not, like, an ABC. Really <laughs> there's no rules. There's no, like, guidebook. You kind of just got to either have it or don't. And you got to trust yourself yeah. in what you're doing. Otherwise, it's not going to come together like you think. So that's a huge part of it that no one really thinks about. They're kind of just like, oh, she went shopping. Oh, that's cool. You must love shopping. Yeah, oh, like, fun well, hobby. I do, but <laughs> it's way more than that. Yeah. So that's kind of a thing that I would, because everyone, when you tell someone that you're a fashion major, they kind of tune out and they're like, oh, you took the easy way out of school. Like you're going around the uh, actual work and you're like, no. I no, feel like in a way it's sometimes. harder though. Like, don't it get me wrong. Is, People like, who are lawyers and doctors, like you've got to be so smart, right? Yeah, hello. This, at the same time though, like there's that path of, okay, I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to get hired by this place. Um, yeah. And like creatives really don't have that. And I was listening to... There's no set path. You kind of just got to carve one out for yourself. Which exactly. Is like, it's hard. That means you have to be a super strong person to like be able to like hear so many no's and so little yeses, but like still keep moving forward. Yeah. So. And that's definitely why I want to start the, the first series of this podcast. I wanted to be celebrating artists because, you know, there's so many cool people in this area. They like, don't get the spotlight. And exactly. Like, you and you're right. People will be like, oh, you live in Texas. Blah. But there's so many. There's creativity everywhere, right? Yeah. And that's um, kind of annoying about Texas. Like, we don't all ride horses. Let's just clear that up. Yeah. You know, what? I, <laughs> I have grown to love North Texas. And it's funny because, like, remember when I was younger, I'd always think about, oh, well, you know, you know, there's just no culture here, blah, blah, blah. And I live in Frisco, so I will say 
you know it's It's very little but (laughs) it is it yeah it is the suburbs that is for sure i have however like as i've gotten older and as i've been more in dallas and denton exploring different cities and meeting more people i realize that like there's some stuff happening here there's some cool stuff especially since it's growing it's like a lot more people are coming here and like you think like if you live in new york oh my life would be so much better it'd be so much cooler but like you have to kind of work with where you are yeah like find the people that are like you which is exactly and sometimes you know getting yourself in an industry you can do that better locally than you can afar but what do you like where is a hard question but where would you like to envision yourself maybe after school i've had this crazy wild dream ever since i was little like literally kindergarten me and my kindergarten best friend would talk about going to fashion school in new york uh-huh. obviously i didn't go to school in new york but i do hope to end up one there yeah end up there one day hello um but that's, that's the like place to be game for me yeah. but if it doesn't work out i'm not gonna like stop doing what i do but i always said that even if i move there and i fail at least i tried so like I always want to just kind of try what I want to do. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But yeah, yeah. it's kind of like in game for me. All right. Well, Bailey, it's been so nice talking to you today. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've learned a lot about you, a lot about being a student or Texas and also fashion, because I feel like I interview a lot of different like musicians and artists, but haven't met with many stylists or people in the world of fashion, which is very interesting. So thank, thank you. for, for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. listening to the party for one podcast this episode was edited and produced by myself chloe young and the featured songs include 90 by castaphone and flowering bells by daniel birch party for one hopes you enjoyed this episode and if so please subscribe to this channel and leave it a review while you're there you can share the party for one podcast on social media using the hashtag party for one and make sure to follow party for one on instagram and twitter at p-r-t-y number four one